0: Welcome back to another episode of All That Jazz, it's me Giovanni, and I just want to apologize, it's been well over two months since the last recording, and I'm basically just going to kind of spill the beans on what's been going on in my life over the last two months, Um, a lot of surprising news, a lot of good things that I'm I'm just ready to share with uh, all of you. I do apologize for the long hiatus, but I'm back at it, and I'm going to tell you why. So without further ado, let's jump into the episode. so we are now at episode 14, and I'm just really excited to be here uh, recording this evening. I, I did miss this a lot. Um, a lot of things have been running through my mind as of recently, um, but before I dive into that, I wanted to share something that just was uh, recently celebrated this weekend, and that was our eldest daughter, Sophina. She turned five years old officially um, yesterday, and uh, just so many wonderful things uh, so much so much reflection time that uh, I know my wife and I have had uh, over the weekend. Um, so let me just kind of briefly summarize that. Uh, Saturday was the first time that we took her to see a performance, a live performance. It was the uh, Nutcracker, the globally renowned Nutcracker performance. And they had uh, a performance here in Ilsan that we went to see, just the three of us. Obviously, Gianna couldn't go, he wasn't old enough, but it was uh, five years and above, and so we just thought, why the hell not? Let's take Sophina. She loves uh, to dance, she loves ballet, she loves dressing up as a ballerina. And uh, I know it would have been a, a real special treat. Uh, we were kind of nervous taking her there because we weren't sure how she would be able to handle uh, the two-hour performance. Luckily, there's an intermission in between, you know, for stretching the legs, refreshments, photos, all that good stuff. Um, we had a really, really fun time. Uh, she handled it very well. The minute the lights kind of dimmed and the performance was about to start, she kind of got a little nervous, started frantically, kind of looking around, finding the exits, hand over the ears, anticipating any kind of loud noises. Uh, but once you know the curtain lifted, she saw you know the dancers, the music. Right away, she just kind of forgot everything, and started to clap along, and just kind of express her enthusiasm uh, throughout the whole evening. So that was kind of a big win for us. On Sunday, we held a birthday party at our home. We invited a couple of family friends over, including my cousin, and we just for those several hours, we you know we ate some food. We we took the kids. We, as in the dads and I, we took the kids out uh, to the nearby playground while the moms got to you know clean up and rest and have some coffee and chit chat, and to kind of give them a break as well. Um, so we were out for about an hour, and then we came back, and took cake, opened some gifts, and just kind of played and took some videos, had a little dance party before everybody went home. And it was just a, a splendid time. Um, and then yesterday on Sophina's uh, official birthday, we uh, kept her home from school. I thought, you know, I never went to school on my birthday. Obviously, I'm a June baby, so it was summer vacation. And I didn't really want Sophie to go to School on her birthday. You know, that was her special day for her grandparents to kind of take her out and spend the time with her. And then by the time my wife and I got home in the evening, we just had a nice quiet dinner. And we had a, my wife went out to get a slice of cake for her at the nearby cafe. That way we can celebrate one last time. But my goodness, five years old. Time just, just really flies. Every year we like to watch. a a video like a a birthday compilation video we made for her on her first birthday and first it's just kind of sentimental because at the end of that video there's like a message that uh, my wife and i have for sofina and so every year we watch it with her to see you know what age is she really going to understand the message at the end of that film and we think this is the first time that she was actually able to hear it and comprehend what her mom and i had said and it was just—it was a touching moment because we thought, like, wow, our girl is just so big now; she's ready, five years old. I mean, luckily we we do have a second child who's who'll we'll be turning two in April, but I—it's uh, for any dad out there, obviously, you can you can relate to that, to just watching your your girl grow, just you know, from a baby. That you're holding your arms in the hospital one day to a girl who's just full of life and can speak and run and have her own personality and express herself. It's its quite a transition. It's a very uh, endearing and touching uh, moment in life, especially at this stage. What I want to talk about next is why I've been away for two months. Obviously, I think the last episode was right maybe mid-October, just as we were approaching the holidays um, but I'll talk. I'll catch up on our holidays at, at the end of this podcast. Uh, but on to more important things. I have officially purchased my ticket. I will be returning to the U.S. Uh, mid-April. So this, this is it, right? This is my last hoorah as an expat in Korea. Uh, when, we, when we originally got here uh, four years ago, we planned on staying for five years. But I'm going to cut it a year short. Uh, I decided to leave the second week of April because my son's birthday is on the 6th and I did want to celebrate his second birthday before flying home. And I, I knew it was only right to do it this way. Um, the thought of having to leave my family behind, its it's a little heartbreaking because I will be going alone. My wife and I did agree that this is the best option for me. It's better for me just to go um, get established, get my career going, make some, some decent money on the side, save enough, throw it down on our, our first home, and kind of go from there. And I remember I was just I remember I just wanted to keep holding off on booking my ticket because I knew it would only be a matter of time until that became like a countdown for me until I have to depart uh, from my kids. And just the very thought of having to say goodbye to them at the gate at the airport, I, I, I used to get choked up about it. Now it's just kind of like the inevitable it's just it has to be done you know my at least luckily my daughter's old enough to understand that you know, daddy's leaving this is what he has to do it's all for their own benefit and luckily my son you know he's still in autopilot mode he doesn't really grasp the, <laughs> the concept of his dad leaving um, but on the plus side we're kind of hoping we you know we had to as far as like my wife again she's not American she is Korean she was a former green card holder, but it did expire. We attempted to renew it, but she was denied so we had to start the whole green card process all over again. We anticipated a 12 to 15 month process. That's why I kind of figured all right, I'll just fly to Portland and get a, an apartment for at least a year. But we actually had some good news just yesterday. We apart from filing uh, you know the petition for the green card, we also, Uh, filled out some other paperwork to kind of expedite the process, hopefully to cut it down in half to at least maybe six to eight months or so. Um, I'm hoping that, you know, when immigration gets the paperwork, they kind of see that, you know, her and I have been married for several years. Both our children are American citizens. We do have two children that kind of, you know, help us, I'm assuming. But we did get confirmation that uh, they did start the paperwork. They did start the filing. They are reviewing her paperwork. Um, So, this is, this is great news. Maybe I won't have to wait a year or six months. It could be even sooner. I know at the time of this recording, I have just less than four months until I depart. Um, but I, I'm not afraid. I mean, not that I should be afraid, but I remember every single time that I did leave Korea, I was always afraid of the unknown. I, I didn't know what was lying ahead for me. I didn't know... When my next paycheck was going to, where it was going to come from, what I planned on doing. But this time, I just know that I just, I cannot fail. And as a man who has two children, a wife to support, like, there's no option to just not do anything about it and just arrive with nothing in my hands, no opportunity. Like, that I, I was not going to go down that road again. So, for the last two months, I've been doing nothing except updating my resume like half a dozen times a day, at least half a dozen. I've been looking at uh, the real estate market. I've been looking at uh houses in and around the suburbs Hillsboro Beaverton if you are from the Portland area obviously you'll you'll know those areas very well um, I knew I didn't want to really raise a family in downtown Portland um, I've decided to join a a firefighting career, but in the meantime I'm just gonna go back to you know banking maybe some fraud prevention or, or hR experience just to kind of pay the bills until I can uh Apply for the Recruitment Academy, and I've just really have just been kind of stressing out about it. Uh, every single day I, I look in the mirror and I just keep seeing a lot more gray than I'm used to. I'm getting it now in my facial hair, in my goatee. It's <laughs> it's remarkable how much stress I, I'm giving myself just for uh, planning on going back home to the US, because I'm not gonna lie, like I love being an expat here. I, I love the, the easy life in the previous episode I talked about. You know, our budget, how much we spend for this three-bedroom apartment. Yeah, I don't make a whole lot of money here, but it's just easy, and we can survive, and I don't have to worry about any of that. To work back home, I need to at least make, a, make six figures just to at least live comfortably. The thought of having live paycheck to paycheck is, is a harsh reality. I know a lot of millions of Americans do it. Um, I'm probably just going to be an, uh, another one, but uh, at least, again, if I'm solo, it'll be easier than having a, my family with me and starting out. Um, so that's just kind of the plan. I, I plan just to at least move in downtown Portland for maybe a good year, scope out the neighborhoods, see which areas you know are very fitting for us. Um, I do want to hold off on getting a car. I don't need to make any unnecessary purchases. I don't want unnecessary payments each month on top of rent. I'm paying $255 a month right now in rent, and I, knowing that's going to go up to, I don't know, fifteen hundred to two grand a month is is it's unreal. It's definitely unreal. And uh I just I just gotta plan it right. Um so that's just kind of our our scenario. But I am excited. We're going home, I'm doing it for the kids. My wife wants this more than anything because, you know, as they grow up we want them to kind of determine where they want to live. Do they want to live in Korea? Do they want to live in America? They get both uh, world experiences, a little bit of schooling in Korea, a little bit of schooling in America. And then down the road, it's their choice. It's their culture identity. If they want to identify as Korean or Americans, it's their call. Uh, We have no saying that. We're just going to guide them and just give them the best uh, childhood that we can. Um, So, yeah. So, again, I I do apologize for being away for so long, but that's just what's been going on. Um, If I could just recap on the holidays since episode 13... Uh, I addressed that last year for Halloween, uh, there was a a really terrible accident, a very big tragedy in Itaewon, which was a big uh, party city during Halloween time. Uh, Many people had passed away due to, I guess, an overcrowding issue. And so this year in Korea, they canceled it. They canceled Halloween entirely. Some schools canceled events. Our school for sure was, uh, they canceled their Halloween event. We couldn't dress up. We couldn't even talk about Halloween. It was i thought that was a little foolish um but f- my family and i we actually went to Yongsan family park with a bunch of other international families there was about maybe 12 or boom, just over a dozen other families And it was just nice seeing the kids like dress up and we had like a nice trick-or-treating event we played games listen to music or maybe i was just thinking to myself I-, I don't know one of the two but i know the kids just had an absolute blast and then on thanksgiving we decided to have something small, my wife and I. We invited my cousin and his wife over to our place. We just ordered some uh, some food, made some food at home, got some finger foods, and just kind of drank and just had, had a really good time, just chatted for a couple hours. My, uh, my wife's cousin, she's an excellent baker. Anything, anything you could think of, she can make it. And so she brought over these wonderful um, pumpkin-flavored muffins, homemade. My God, were they delicious. So delicious, I, and you know, back at home in America, like fall is the time for like pumpkin, right? Pumpkin spice lattes, pumpkin pies, you name it. And I just really crave it because it's it's, it's so hard to come by here. At least for me, I don't really have the hookups or anything. Christmas is less than two weeks away. Um, the month of December is a really busy one for us because now I'm just trying to make everything count until we leave, oh, excuse me, until I leave. So I just wanna try to have this best time as i can with my family um this saturday we're going to take the kids to everland in the past especially during covid we would take sophie every single year <laughs> to uh, everland there she could meet like santa claus and go on all the rides and now that she's older she'll have access to more rides than before and we're just really looking forward to that and then the weekend after that is our um, winter break we'll have about 10 days off we're not going to go anywhere for christmas we're just going to kind of keep it local we're not really looking to spend a whole lot of money, maybe a day trip here or there, or maybe we might do some sledding at an event somewhere, maybe one mount in our neighborhood here in Ilsan. But that's pretty much it. I know for New Year's, a good friend of mine, he reached out to us last weekend, inviting my family over to uh, him and his wife's place, just so we can kind of spend uh, 2023 20, together before the upcoming year. So that's really what's been going on in a nutshell. So, uh, I'm just going to go ahead and end the episode here. <laughs> Again, I know I keep apologizing, but I, I do want to thank you all uh, for listening to my episodes. If you've listened to all 13 of them so far, or maybe you've just joined me for the first time. Uh, but I promise going forward, I'll have a, a lot more uh, topics to discuss, especially uh, about parenting. Right? If you are a first-time listener and you just happen to stumble upon my podcast, I basically just kind of discuss life as a dad, right? Life as an expat, being married to a, a Korean a Korean woman and raising kids in an international family. So I implore you to follow me and any my social media links. Um, Linktree is kind of my go-to site where you can access all my socials. I do have a YouTube channel where I upload all my uh, weekly podcasts. So check me out there. Like and subscribe my videos. Helps me in the long run. With that being said, have a good night and I will see you all next week.